My name is uh, Fabrizia, Fabrizia Mattiello. I'm from Naples and I now live in Milan. I worked, last time that I worked was in uh, Zurich. So I was working there for one year more or less and then I moved back to Milan. And I also studied here Polytechnical Architecture. And so, yeah, we just opened our studio. It was like, it's me and other four guys. They all from Milan as well. Like, yeah, basically, no, actually one is from Shanghai, a Chinese guy. And they come from different kind of field. Like uh, we have a textile designer, product designer, uh, interior designer. I'm an architect and um, it's called ATM Studio. We just opened it on, was on November, more or less. And it's a creative and design studio, actually. Well, thanks a lot for coming. Thank to, you. To be on the podcast. And, uh, the first question I always ask people, which is very important, mm. how do you drink your coffee? Uh, no sugar? You mean like in which way? Yeah, how do you, like if you go to a bar, what do you order? Un caffè. So, so, espresso. So you say espresso? Yeah, espresso. No sugar. No right. sugar. Straight. Exactly. I mean, I'm from Naples. So you're talking about coffee, which is like... Uh, an iconic drink, like every time. Okay, let's let's drink a coffee. And I think to really taste it, you should take like very hot. We say in Italy, with the three C, which is in Italian is means Napolitan means um, come cavolo coce. It means it's very very hot because you have to drink it immediately. No sugar and very like kind of short like black one. The real espresso. There's no difference between going in the morning for a coffee than going in the afternoon for a coffee. No. It's all the same. Yeah, it's all the same. Okay, that's great. So, talking about the, the studio that you that you started, it's basically a multidisciplinary, design-oriented mm. place. Yeah, because I think that. The reason why we started we started to, to work together is that because we it's not to be like arrogant, but I think that we all have really interesting and creative ideas that nowadays using different programs and start using different materials or something we can we can let's say explain and design our ideas in different ways. So that's why we use graphic, we create product design, we we love to like uh, create, I don't know, like set design, exhibition or events, something that anyway, always is gonna deal with people and that it has to deal with also the world of art. I mean, in everything that we do, there is a concept, there is a philosophy, there is an aesthetic. 
so it doesn't matter if it's an interior or like exhibition it's it's about creation it's about making ideas to come through and i think we have uh, we have a potential to to do something different from others that's why we decided to open the studio which is something that sometimes carries a lot but if we if we manage it if we know the right people and if we create kind of new things we can do that and why is it that you guys chose milan to to be okay well for me basically it's because milan is in between in italy in between because i come from naples as i said and uh, in my city you can really feel still a real and old tradition you can feel the culture uh, of our of my country of course like italy so even if you walk in the street you can really feel that it's uh, it has a soul you know it's not artificial it's not something that you can put everywhere in the world it's, it's in that place and Italy has a very strong culture, I think, still. And every every city has its own one, which is beautiful, I think, in my way of my country. So Milano is the is the city that can deal with uh, Europe somehow. So innovation, design, new ideas, young people and uh, development in general. But at the same time it keeps this strong tradition that uh, characterizes my country, the Italian one, the artisan. So we talk about design, we talk about art, we talk about history, food, come on, it's everywhere. Textile, uh, we have so many materials, we have great marble, we have glass, we have uh, ceramic we have wood okay like it's, it can be everywhere but I think there is a very deep history in all of these materials and we have great great designer great poeter and poets and like really teachers that makes Italy great even though we have so many economic and political problem, we're still here in the middle. So that, that, that's why I think Italy is still so strong. And you think it's the lifestyle that is so so particular, so traditional sometimes that makes Milan even, even if it's a bit of, like you said, an in-between from where a place like Naples would be more traditional, mm. Milan maybe isn't as much, but then it does offer this this bridge, like the gap to, to be able to yeah. cross into some other places. Yeah. Do you feel it's like it's not only the the like uh, the gap or the tunnel, the connection between like Europe and and Italy, but um, it Milano more than other it gives you possibilities. 
you can have great eyes here and so if you if you want to be someone if you want to be visible if you want to create something that everyone can see Milano allows you to do that in a city which is not uh, artificial and so distant to my to my to my culture the Italian one so I mean in the worldwide everyone knows Italy because of its culture and I left from my home because the only way to to give and to do something more it's to, to come here I mean unfortunately or fortunately because it's uh, it's connected with the with development with Europe with the worldwide so you think something like this wouldn't work in a place like Rome for example even if it's no. as big as it is no because especially the south the south lives more with the history it deals with nature with uh, yeah with with natural beauty what the the past did so I mean Rome it's one of the most beautiful cities I've ever seen but because of his past not of his present Milano it's keep on changing it's it's adapting to innovation without losing totally its own Origin, like you know, there are places. I mean, neighborhood here, like City Life or Isola, which is growing. It doesn't even look Milano, but if you watch it like deeply, you see that is somehow because of the people, maybe of the of the mood, atmosphere, something. I don't know. Maybe I cannot even see it because I'm Italian. Maybe from the Boring eyes, it's, it's different. And how do you feel about things like Starbucks, for example, coming into Italy all of a sudden? You see, it's always Milano. A Starbucks would never last like Naples because they don't like the quality. I mean, it's image, it's uh, marketing, it's. Uh, it's not it's not quality and that's why I think that that's that's what I'm saying it's like Milan is in between it's for European people they want to live without losing this international way of living but at the same time it gives you an Italian print or uh, feeling but in the other in the other Italian cities, you wouldn't see this, and I and I love that. Otherwise, we would be another like uh, we would change too many things. They are already changing, mm, and I don't know. It's uh, it's uh, it's a. Uh, not easy to to choose between innovation and quality because sometimes they they do not deal together to do something new faster and with more visibility sometimes you have to lose quality and it's a pity so you think the changes that they're proposing now with the architecture is good 
in the end for the city, for Milano now or in the future. What do you mean? Like the new parks that they're proposing, the new type of architecture that is being developed here, the Bosco Verticale, for example, yeah. now being reproduced to the Dinesha. Okay, that's a, that's a tough point. Like, honestly, it's not my style. But is it Italian though? Uh, or is it an Italian export? Exactly. It's, uh, Milano gives you to do experimentation. I wouldn't say it's Italian. Mm. Like this kind of architecture is not Italian. Come on. Like, um, for example, it's... Uh, you, you, you could take that building and put it everywhere. It fits. I mean, not everywhere in Italy, I mean, I don't know, in more developing city like uh, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, to the new ones. But what is beautiful in, uh, in Italy, like I think in some Spanish city or Paris, not so much in London, is this. It's the, uh, it's the tradition. And it, of course, as in my job, it's... Uh, becomes visible with the architecture and design. So like innovation, yeah, but not changing. Like we have uh, urban rules here in Italy that you cannot destroy buildings. Like in London, every maybe, I don't know how many years, they destroyed like the building and they make it again, the same as it was. Not, not new ones. So it looks old, but it's not. Here you, you can never do that. Let's compare it to, for example, Japan, where the rules for reconstruction are even shorter. Like a lot of houses made of wood, they can only be there for 20 to 40, 50 years. It gives the opportunity to make uh, living places that are more personalized. Someone might want something in their house that someone else doesn't. You can inherit the house from your parents and transform it into something yours because you have not only the freedom but you are constrained to rebuild mm. every so often and in places like italy where maybe the culture is not so much of reconstruction but of restoration and keeping things as they are or as they were mm -hmm. how do you think this identity of, of an Italian aesthetic can be contemporary instead of just pulling always from the past? Well, <clears throat> there is a, a way to be contemporary, like uh, if you see the... They, they teach you from the university, like the genius logic, you can make contemporary things, new ones, but that fits in the in the surrounding. I'm talking about materials, I'm talking about shapes, I'm talking about facade or like all the forms of the final project has to talk with the surrounding. So if you are in a neighborhood where you have a type of buildings, you you wouldn't put like something that doesn't communicate with it. 
why don't you do that respecting what you have around it? But what about okay, places? Like in Switzerland, for example. They're great. When I worked there in Zurich, they, they build like every day. But you, you can see that it's Swiss architecture. That is clean, that is elegant, that respect the height of the nature as well, of the, of the street, of the existing building. Like you cannot put like, a, I don't know, like 500 meters building or skyscraper in a, in a neighborhood where the, the, the tallest building has four floors. And, I don't know. That doesn't, doesn't fit it. Like everything, everything has to, has to fit it. Why doesn't architecture can do that? That's why they're great designers, especially in the past, because maybe they, they, they were also dealing with nature, which is even more awesome. But in places like Milan, where a lot of the neighborhoods actually that are residential, let's say, that lately have been trying to get transformed, like Isola, mm -hmm. where you have a lot of buildings that are not really historic. Mm -hmm. They were built after the war and they were just built cheaply and like in a, in a quick way. Yeah. Kind of social house. So they, they don't really have something to give as, as an Italian as maybe architecture in other cities could. So why is it a need to be respectful also to these environments and try to, instead of offer something new, try to respect the, the context? I mean, why they, they, they should do that or they, they don't do that? Yeah, I mean, why should we try to care about the context in places like these neighborhoods where all the buildings are not really architecturally important, neither mm -hmm. to the history nor to the social life of, of what Italy was or, or is trying to be. Okay. So you mean those places where the existing ones are not so related to Italy? I, mean. I think some buildings, especially from the 60s... Well, Milano, it's, it's amazing about that. Like, you can walk and see so different contamination in just one neighborhood. You have Volkswagen, you have the old ones, you have like uh, this kind of social housing or like Gregotti uh, Magistrati, mm, like the great Milanese architects. And even though, I mean, there are, there are like characteristics that can design an Italian building. We have it because you can see it like uh, you cannot, you can never create something new, you know. Like everyone knows that you can just redraw and re redesign what is already existing. So starting from what Italy has in its own region, so. Sicily doesn't have the same architecture than my city, as well as Rome, as well as Florence. Turin looks like French architecture, so because of past contamination. 
Milano has its own one. All the courtyard, like the Balatoio, this kind of building, they have it. And there are buildings that are gonna be finished in 2020, 21, which are respecting this characteristic. They are even higher. They are like new one, facade is quite clean. It looks more like Nordic than Italian, but it remains elegant. It doesn't go to futuristic design or Arabic one. You know what I mean? Like you cannot make an entire neighborhood or maybe we all have our, it's called Centro Direzionale, which is more kind of city life. But it's like just a, a single neighborhood. We also have it in Naples that you can see it. Everyone has a shape and then you see the skyscraper that are destroying the kind of panorama or whatever. You have it. The thing is that when they put it like some spots, so in some part of the city, it doesn't match at all with the, with our tradition. And Italy has it. If I, I, I mentioned the food. If you see, if you know the Italian food, which I love it, every region has its own one. And we have this contemporary cuisine now, you know, everyone are making new ones, like Nouvelle Cuisine, we have the classical, I don't know, lasagna, which has a different maybe shape, but the ingredient, the quality has to remain. Otherwise you lose it. It's not more Italian food. And I think it's the same with the design. You can reinventing, cleaning, adapting to the contemporary society, creating new technology, which is very important. Nowadays it's not, it's about ecology, it's about creating building that has to be safe and that has to last more. But uh, the skin, the facade, the beauty has to remain. The Italian beauty has to remain. And we were talking a, a bit before we started recording about one of the points I always try to make when I talk to people that are not from here actually, is that I always feel a lot of appreciation for the Italian culture, the food, the design, the coffee from foreigners. And sometimes I see Italian people who are very innovative, who, who come to Milan also from other places of Italy. What they're trying to do is create something new and export it to sell Italianity to someone else. Mm -hmm. to, to be an interior designer and design a whole hotel in Dubai, like, like you were saying before. And it's appreciated by them because it's Italian in a way. But they don't have this will to try to do it maybe here. Or maybe people don't give them the opportunities. But then you have all these other people coming from everywhere else just trying to, to get a piece of it. I think it's sometimes it's more about the, yeah, the opportunity, like, it's not a nice um, subject, but you always have to deal with money. Of course. Regulations, 
which she treats it's, it's a king about it so it's easier to do something sometimes abroad than here because it's really tough like every stones you want to put or remove they, there are a lot of trouble you can get in and so there are very many many like too many uh, rules to respect as for it takes time and money so it's the main part like if you don't have it if you don't have someone who gives them to you like even the, the government should do that whatever that's another big point we could talk to but yeah, I think it's sometimes it's more about the opportunity that they have abroad more than here. And you guys as a studio who is trying to create this maybe interactive exhibitions, I would say, are you more focused in showcasing maybe Italian people or are you have been trying to get some other kind of designer artists to bring their art here? We're gonna we're gonna start with the Italian one, but as we saw, as we know, abroad they they do they do more, they allow you more, and but even even if you have the opportunity, it's uh, the main point I think is that we want to keep it, we want to keep the Italian way of thinking, way of living, and the, the artisan, like... Now you, you, you always, like, sometimes, you know, when they has for, like, interior or something, they always look for cheap, cheap materials, like... Okay, we like IKEA, because it's for everyone, but... You lose, you lose the, the real point like all these fake materials that can replicate the real one so sorry I move away from the question but um, we hope I mean we hope that Italy and that's why Milano is gonna allow us to, to do something for Italian one and here but then we will see, and it's, it's not that easy. And regarding technology, now that you mentioned it, so with all the things that you're trying to do with different disciplines, video, audio, production mm -hmm. of, I don't know, industrial design, Yeah. how is it that you can, let's say, confront both ideas of being in a way, even kind of open source, and let's say start, let's 3D print, mm -hmm. and let's do all this digital everything, compared to the appreciation of an artisan who maybe has spent all his life perfecting how to make the perfect chair by hand. And that's a big deal. I don't know if now people like more, honestly, innovation or real things I mean for me 
the the great balance is when you when you could match them in some in some field like uh, allowed innovation like the 3D printing but this doesn't has to remove and cancel artisan I don't know like there can be things which are great and you can like it because they're 3D printing but that's a different thing it doesn't have to substitute it like the, the real ones I don't know if you get the point I agree that it doesn't substitute it at all but I think sometimes but it's doing it now because the accessibility I would say not everybody even the affordability not everybody can afford coming to Italy to the Salone del Mobile and buy mm. some handmade kitchen Okay, no, yeah. So sometimes the technology does allow for accessibility for more people to be able to own something that might be designed by someone who is just a skill. I think it's uh, the price is rising also because the because of the um, of the risk that they have like if they are just doing one chair a year and have to live with it, of course the price is going to rise. If they could do it more, it wouldn't be so expensive. It wasn't so expensive when like our grandmother and grandfather, I mean life is getting, it's getting even more expensive because of, because of this. Also, I mean it's everything. There were Why it's people... so many tall, which is not big, it's cheaper. Because it's faster, it's easier. But would you, would you then eat something which is poison, than something which is clean? It costs more, but I, I would rather eat less, but with quality. So, okay, I wouldn't buy like a hundred chairs, but I would buy like two or three, like few ones which are real ones. So it depends if you have to make like interior, which is like BMB or something which doesn't have any mm, emotion or interest in, in you, that's okay and sad. But if, if it's your own house or you want to buy like special piece of design, it's not just a vase. It has a, like, a, for me it's art, like a, it's when you buy a painting you just why there there are like artists and projects and like yeah, works that cost so much like millions because it's Fontana because it's Picasso it's not just because of the name because of what they put behind it okay now it's becoming business but that's what art is like simple pieces from the outside but that the value comes from the the concept that they have otherwise it's just a paper or a product that that's how it works in design what do you think about italian brands that sometimes do sell just based on the name and like you said before about picasso for example he used to go around and just 
draw a sketch and give it to the guy in the tobacco to, to buy cigarettes instead of paying him for money because he knew that just his name was worth it for anybody. And Picasso is a weird one because there's many expensive paintings, but there's also so much. He produced just so much. Ah, too much. I today it's um maybe the beginning they was doing this not just because of money. Because it's different. But like the last uh, the last exhibition that I saw is a uh, Banksy and Come on, he is doing something that has an incredible value. But he was saying, if you are selling it, if you are making business, you are ruining my art. What do you think about the exhibition itself, which wasn't authorized and it was actually just prints. There was not even one original in the whole no. thing. And they were charging they, Quite a steep price, exactly. and it was always booked. That's what I don't like, and because now it's all about money. And that's the same concept can be connected with every field, fashion. Come, I mean, fashion before the, the great designers like fashion designer were selling product that they say it's uh, made by hand. Every piece, it's uh, now it's everything done in China. So why would you buy Dolce Gabbana skirt if it's uh, it's made by uh, Chinese fabrics and and you would pay the same skirt without the brand? I don't know, like five euros instead of five hundred. So you're paying for the name and not the design anymore. That's what you think most people are doing lately? I think we are living one of the worst periods of the, the society. Everything is just about image. The way you sell a product, not the way it's made. You just uh, make a really good makeup and, and you sell it. That's how people deal as well, between each other. It's We're evil. selling ourselves See. online. See. Remember that phrase they used to say about food, just for healthy reasons, like, we, you are what you eat. Mm. I sometimes believe that lately people want to be what they consume. I want to show myself, you know, with a Gucci t-shirt and the Dolce & Gabbana sneakers. And this is the side of me that I want the world to see. So it's what you were or what you are. Where you go? I, I really, I really hate it. Like you're taking one of my fragile, let's say, um, hot, hot point. Let's say somehow most of us, they, you, you just suddenly get into it so because it's, it's uh, catch you. But, but. It's, uh, if you have your own mind and kind of uh, sensibility, I think you can still 
see this movement from the outside. What I mean, it's like I understand that this social stuff it's uh, it's working, it's helping us, it's uh, it's part of our society. It's okay. Thing is that we are overusing them, and in this we are just showing what the other want to see. I don't know, like we are losing our identity. We don't have any more identity. We are all the same. Like if there is someone who is wearing this, you can be someone if you have the same I don't know sunglass or the same clothes or whatever. Otherwise you are nothing. It's not about what you are, what you do. It's more about what you show. And you see now, Islam is not more about pictures, it's about stories. People want to see at the same time what you fucking doing. What do you eat? What do you eat? Where do you eat? Wait, oh, so I'm gonna... If he's, she is so beautiful, because that's reality, I have to go in this place and eat the salmon and avocado. You don't even know if she's eating it. Or if she's making pictures. I mean, they are going out, dressing up, taking pictures. So you think, well, she's a great life. She's clubbing. Maybe she, she didn't even go anywhere. She went back home. He just went down, he took pictures, and then she or he came back and you say okay he's a great guy I'm, I'm a loser no one is watching me I have hundred followers so it's nothing I saw Black Mirror and it scares me because it's so real and it's so close that we don't even imagine and at the end it's destroying your life I see also with the relationship they used to say back in the days of myspace i remember like the more myspace friends you had the less real life friends you had and now it's just becoming a race for social notoriety sometimes mm. sometimes for people not even because they are in a business of being socially active and i mean socially in social networks but just between their friends between their circles they want to be the popular one See. and it's like a measure that some sometimes it is affecting people's self-esteem, people's mental health. Exactly. exactly. It becomes everything. You, you start choosing friends, you start like losing feelings or emotions. It's more about I need him, it's convenient. You know, it's no more, it's, it's no more human, Roberto, it's, uh, I see sometimes like four girls having a dinner at a restaurant, they are all on the phone, taking pictures of the food, maybe like a few pictures, they were smiling, but the whole dinner, they didn't, they didn't talk to each other. Recently I watched uh, the last season of Parts Unknown with uh, Anthony yeah. Bourdain. Yeah. 
And in one interview he gave, he said, they asked him, he said, to be a good dinner guest, what does he do beforehand? And one was, first, I turn off my phone. And second, I come prepared with stories. And I think that's a lot of what's missing lately. Just everybody's trying to shout to the world, here I am, look at me. And in the end, the problem is that when everybody's shouting, there's no one listening. No, you don't listen, you don't see. Like maybe you could meet the lover of your life, but then you are on the phone in the metro, so he's in front of you, but you have, you, you lost him. You, because you don't see, you don't help people because you're on the phone. There is maybe an old woman that wants to see, but you don't see her. You don't see anything. You don't see yourself. You don't listen to yourself. But at the end, we all have problems. We have problems with food. We had problem with love. We have problem with alcohol. Come on, we, we drink so much. We smoke. We we we, we have money. We we need we need things to to kind of um, repair the void, the hole which is about emotion, feelings, like we don't love and no one loves us. So I feel that sometimes people try to get things or situations or places to give meaning to themselves, to their lives. And you as an architect, as a designer, that in the end, for someone who's designing something, the end goal is to make it popular. You want people to enjoy what you created, no? Mm -hmm. So, how do you give meaning to something instead of it giving meaning to you? Well, for example, when we, we are working on a few projects and we, we analyze the society somehow, we make research and we start from one word, I don't know, maybe pollution or something, could be everything. From this we start to tell a story. Because when is something that is part of our life, that is real, it gets, it arrives to people. So we try to move their as a consciousness and to give a message. That's why I chose this job. Like, at the beginning I didn't know what I wanted to do. Okay, I studied architecture, but it's not just about doing something for, like living or for people like this. It's about talking, it's about saying something. That's the way it can arise to people, it can work, it can last, and can change things. How? Many, many works does it. And I think that design, in its different language, 
has a more important impact than people realize. The way you leave your home with your family or your friends, the way you read a book on a bench in a park, the way you just enjoy yourself in a, in a, in a club or in a museum or wherever. It's, uh, it's part of your life. Or even the chair where you sit, it's comfortable, it's, uh, it makes you then happy, so it doesn't give you any pain. So it affects your life more than, than you think. And this is beautiful because uh, I think, I love there is something that somehow you see and you don't see. Good design is always invisible. Mm, exacto. Exacto. Even if you don't see, it arrives. Like it, it's influence, it changes you. It enhances. But you, you see the answer not by words of, the, of the, the one who is using it, but in the way he's living. On the, like, if it's a good chair, it's not about, okay, uh, someone sees and say, okay, well, I like it. But it's in the way he's gonna sit, in the way he's gonna use it, and how much time he's gonna spend on it because it feels comfortable or not, but without like thinking about it, he's gonna do it. So me as a designer, I could like spend time to watch it and see how people live. A chair has the way as the same as a as a building. If you love coming back home, it's because you like it. And it's not just about what you put on the wall or something. But it's the way you you move the way you feel comfortable in it. And it goes, as we said, like, uh, as cool as it says, from the spoon to the city. Why you said it's a good city? Okay, everything is uh, it's working, like services, bus, it's okay. And uh, that's, uh, that's important. But the way a city is built, it's being built, it affects on the way people are living into it. And Italy is really good at this, I think. Mm. People yeah. care about the environment, their environment, in a way that design some, somehow always plays a role yeah. in the back of your head. And I think a lot of people in other places, that's what they aspire to get of the Italian experience. We, we, we do care a lot. Because in Italy, people live very, they spend so much time outside. And uh, what I love here that is getting you more and more, of course, this is still more in Milano than, than the rest of Italy, is the, are the like um, kind of co-working, like common spaces. It's more, it started to be kind of famous and uh, Expanding more in Europe, like London, a lot because if there were like uh, you know worker or student, they were like alone. But in those places, you can not feel lonely because there are these places which are communicating people to each other. 
So in this you can see it now more and more in the office or in a cafe. There are also restaurants for that. Squares. Like the way you, you put benches or you make a, a small road. It's the way people are gonna are gonna leave it. So if you want them to be together, you have to design something that is gonna bring people and consciousness to be there. Do you think people designing this kind of spaces now is a decision that is, like you said, I'm trying to give people a social experience? Or is it actually a symptom after we realized that a lot of people are actually just like lonely out there? Um, maybe in between. Because Italy is not still comfortable with lonely people eating, for example, in a restaurant. Which I saw many of them, according to my experience in London and Zurich. I mean, Swiss people, they are also like spending, I don't know, like Sunday afternoon, even like alone, thinking. They were like trekking on a mountain which it, I, I started doing it before, like my Sunday was always like with a family or friend. I wouldn't spend like Sunday alone. I would feel like a stupid or kind of ashamed. Like I don't even have a friend to stay with, which is then when you start to um, kind of grow up with yourself, I don't know how to say that. Mm, you realize how sometimes how important it is and if you have a place and a city that allows you to do that it's uh it change you a lot because we need time alone to listen ourselves that's what but we can also do that with all with like other people that we don't know, I don't know how to say, then connection is gonna come. But you don't have to feel ashamed if you're gonna eat alone in a place. In Italy, this is still... Um, it's a very social hmm. place. You would feel uncomfortable to, to eat uh, or to go to the cinema alone. Like, I'm not gonna go to see a movie at the cinema alone, but then I can see it on Netflix. At the cinema, you're not gonna talk with your friends, so why you couldn't go there? It's the mentality. Yeah. Here, I mean, especially in the south, it's very important. Like, family has to be together, always together, do stuff. And in Milano, it's different. I mean, even when, like, for example, during lunch break, I'm the one, I mean, they're, they're from north, so. I'm the one who's talking. I mean, we are, yeah, it's a lunch. We are eating, okay? When you eat, you don't have to talk. But it's also a moment where you can socialize, like talk about, I don't know, what did you do last night? Not just about work. They were like more silent, like eating or watching the, the phone as well. So if there are, if I hope, I hope there are gonna be places that somehow kind of force, in this case, people to interact. 
because otherwise if we have phone if we have social maybe we don't even need to uh, find love or someone to stay with because we have it's like the movie her you know he felt in love of kind of a city of like the voice in the room yes he was talking to her he has a company it doesn't have to deal with compromise because the couple needs compromise. No, I don't like it. I don't like this city. I'm gonna change. I don't like this job. I'm gonna do something else. I don't like my wife. <laughs> I'm gonna have a divorce. Everything he now it's so easy, so fast. That's the point. It's getting faster and faster. I don't know if it's about technology, but uh, the problem is then we're gonna get bored for like everything we do. We need to change every time. And that's why also we, we used to watch other people's lives. Do you think this is a problem that is from our generations that maybe when, when I grew up as a little kid, there was no internet yet. Mm. And then it was like, we were, maybe I was too young, but this was the generations trying to figure out how we're gonna deal with this. The first social networks, the first going from, I'm online on ICQ, and if I'm online, you can see that I'm online, and now to being like literally online all the time in our pockets where anyone can reach you at any time, anywhere in the world. But we, we're still learning. Maybe in the generations after us, you think it's gonna be different? As I'm... As I'm like, what we have now, the way we are living, it's gonna be different, but I'm afraid that it's gonna be worse. Worse before it gets better. Mm. I hope so. You have to go down, down, and really hurt yourself before you, you get out. Even at the beginning, like messenger or something, yeah, there was a kind of social, but you were talking anyway. Now I just have to see what other people are doing, and that's okay. There is no this interaction. That's what I think. I always say that, especially with certain applications now, people have the chance to think a lot before they say something. Let's say when you're meeting a potential partner, mm. you have five, 10 minutes to figure out something funny and witty to say. Whereas before, when you were talking to someone in person, you don't have five minutes no. to figure out what to say. Exactly. You cannot be that smart. You cannot exactly. Google anything. Exactly. So I think it's totally people, different. people sometimes are like forgetting how it was to have a conversation that had some meaning. It's totally different. To sit down and, and let's say, let's sit down and listen to this new album that just came out and listen to the whole album just for listening Same. to it and sit down and spend time to with someone answer answer on whatsapp or phone it's just, it's uh, it's totally different i don't think 
it's you have time to think sometimes you write a sentence on a, on a note and then you you copy paste so he's not gonna see that you're writing and then maybe erasing I saw that and uh, yeah you google the answer so he's not gonna see that you don't you don't know you are kind of ignorant about it so it's fake and last time a few days ago I had a kind of discussion with a friend of mine because she, she's beautiful she's um, she's intelligent she's very interesting person I think she's one of my best friends and she's living in New York and she said like uh, you know I'm, I just opened like kind of Tinder or something to find someone I said oh, are you kidding me like you have everything you are living in New York okay which is the full of people you 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 you, you need tinder instead of getting out and see what's gonna happen you choose trousers and then you choose the person and you choose people from a buffet which is fake I mean I could say I'm not told that much I love uh, okay tell me a very cool singer or she was also asking me what should I say in this question I mean it's you or it's me it's terrible I, I hate it and I said come on it's, I'm just curious let's see my friend is doing it and she's dating with this guy for like month we can we are not even able to to know someone by person to start a conversation but sometimes I go out and I see like men they don't know how to to start it they don't know anymore how to no. approach someone they say, like, you kind of scares me it scares me I mean because I'm a I think I'm a quite strong woman I have to say but this is because I'm I'm sure about myself not because I'm rude I don't know how to say if you think I that you're stupid, I don't care. I mean, I'm gonna tell you. If I don't like something, or if something you said is not gonna make me laugh, I'm not gonna laugh. But this is not about being like a like a rude woman, let's say. So being say like um, uh, how to say um being sure, like self-confident, yeah. Now it's like being rude, which is terrible. And so they, instead of having like a no or whatever, like uh, being refused, they don't even try. Which sometimes is so beautiful. If someone says like, can, can, I, can I buy you a drink? Which is, that's so hard. What happened if I want to say no? Thanks, I'm fine. Okay. Nothing changes. No, because they're scared. They're like they don't wanna. People want things which are safe. Like they're gonna get this for sure. Otherwise, they don't wanna risk. You think it's a matter of risk? Also, it's not. It's not. I I used to believe, for example, me. Maybe I'm different in that way. That I do like to not know things. I do like to meet someone that's gonna teach me something. Oh, 
that's beautiful. I do like to be not the smartest one in the room. I want to learn. And I learn a lot from people and from having conversations. And that's why I'm doing this. That's because you are kind of, you love yourself. You are, you are kind of self-confident. I mean, I know who I am and who I'm not. It's being honest with yourself. If you're not, if you kind of pretend to be what you aren't, smarter or... Mm, you cannot deal with other people because you don't even know yourself. But what I was trying to get to is that I always thought that it wasn't about people not taking a chance or being afraid. Hmm. It was more about them. They kind of like, they are waiting for the first move that you're going to do that instead of doing them. No, perhaps it's because they don't, not because they are unsure of something happening or they just want safe things, like you said, mm. but because they don't want to deal, like, first of all, with sincerity, mm -hmm. which is one thing to someone else and to yourself. And I think people are scared of not knowing things anymore. Same. Just about that. It's just as simple as that to me. Uh, I think people are scared of looking, That's why looking I silly. Because risk, it's, for me, it's when you make a choice that you don't know what is gonna, how it's gonna come out, like what's gonna be the end. I'm gonna jump from a plane. It's risk because you don't know how it's gonna end. It's gonna be the most beautiful city uh, experience that, that you had or you're gonna die. But you take the risk because you know that it, it's worth it. I have just one tattoo, which is an eight pole. It's an eight pole because I'm a, a quite controlled person. Like, you know, I need to control things and Everything has to be done on like good purpose and the right one. But the most beautiful choice that I made were the one where where it I needed to, to risk it, like a kind of um I was saying it like tentazione, you no? Know? Something that you like that maybe you know that it's not good or it's gonna be hard and uh, it's maybe not the right one, but it was the most beautiful one. And I did it after I had a, I started a relationship with a guy. Now it's ended, but it was beautiful because I was living in Milan, he was living in Naples, so I said like, it's not gonna go, it's gonna be hard. Hopefully I did it. As many things I did in my life. <clears throat> like open this studio. There are things that happen in your life. There was like one of, well, I can say it because I think uh, people has to, has to, has to know that. Um, I had a quite bad experience, like my cousin, he died in the, um, in the, um, I say like uh, the Genoa bridge. Mm. Oh. He was over there with four friends, so there were, yeah, four. And he was there. 
that was crazy. I mean, when I knew it, it was uh, it was terrible. At the beginning, I mean, the first feeling that you have is uh, it's nothing. You just you just get hurt and you cry. But then you see how unpredictable and fragile life is. And I don't want to go like in a deep speech or philosophy side. But guys, we are we are we are like crystal, like glass. So nothing. And we lose some of the most beautiful things in life because we are afraid of we don't know that because because of all this shit of technology and social we don't feel it we don't live as human should so some even though we have responsibilities i'm trying to do all that i want all that i think is gonna make me happy at the beginning i thought that there were some things that i was doing that, I, that were like kind of selfish but at the end it's not about being selfish or doing something for yourself you listen yourself you're just more honest with yourself if i don't like to hang out with the group of guys because i i don't like I'm not gonna go there just because of being polite. I can say no in a polite way, but I'm not gonna do it if I don't want to. We live in a world where political correctness is it's, it's too important. Too much, too much. In everything, relationship, job. Now, I mean, you grow up because if you wanna be a good child, you need to go to the desk high school, uh, all like the score some has to be high you need to go to that university being a doctor a lawyer or I don't know whatever like classical job so your parents gonna be happy you have to go out with like good girl good boy so then you're gonna yeah good person some of those things haven't changed we still care for our children let's say people do care for the children to be better than they were but one thing i've noticed and i guess is what i get from this conversation so far is it reminds me of how much it was before reading someone's journal people used to journal their experiences after they experienced them and now it just feels like we're trying to journal preemptively exactly. we we post a picture of the avocado toast before we eat it we don't talk about how good it was there's no point. As I say, sometimes we don't even eat it. But it's good, it's delicious. Maybe we don't even like it. it makes me healthy. It's image. It's too much image. I I think that part of my job is... Uh, I'm a lover of aesthetic. But we are confusing this because now everything is becoming aesthetic. Like the shape, the skin, the, the surface, without having, taking care of what you have inside. And there's no foundation to no. certain things. 
people, things in design to be related to our to our subject. Reading. You say like you want to write, people are not even reading. They have the things that reads for you. Kindle, okay, it's comfortable. You can take 200 books while you're traveling with just one booklet. I love papers. I love write stuff and then getting back and see or now I have a guide like uh, we are leaving we are going to New York for a small trip and a friend of mine she has this beautiful guide like city guide and she said like I have it and I'm, I bought it again like the same because I wanted to have it mine there is something about having tactile things that mm. belong to you that they stay with you vinyl records see books fountain pens just eh, that's the difference maybe too so you you wouldn't feel like a kind of robot machines that's what machines does not us we see we listen we talk we smell it we touch it we don't even want to walk i mean there are all these things that work for us uh, I'm afraid that we we don't want to be practical in what we do. Like people are not cooking anymore. We just call and things come ready at your place. If you would have told have me, time. if you would have told me when I was a teenager that I would have a computer that fitted on my pocket, where I could literally open it up and get anything I want to deliver it without talking to anybody at all. And the you payment would be uh, and the payment would be just like automatic from my bank account. Just without any interaction with any living soul. And someone would just show up with my food. You mean like deliver or glow? I mean that's the same Yeah. Thing it's but it's not only food now. You can order anything from Globo and just everything. You could live in your apartment and never go out. Never. You can order food like uh, you need medicine or like a friend of mine that the last day he, she needs a charger and he, he called Globo. That's a feature. I didn't know that. Like I didn't know that Globo could do that. So there's practicality to things, but what's the limit between uh, abusing it and just actually being practical for our lives? That's what I'm scared of, like really. Technology, medicine. You know, it's a, it's a subject that sometimes I used to talk with friends, also with medicine, like it, which, yeah, hopefully with the progression we could uh, live longer, healthier, something we 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 could fight like more illness than before. But what human doesn't really have its uh, its balance. You cannot recognize at which point we should stop and not become monsters sometimes. And also with technology, like at which point we should stop to not lose our humanity. We we talked about before 
design and I think something that design is able to do sometimes it's just solve a problem very well just one problem in your life but how do you feel about us lately creating problems and a solution as a product we're trying to sell people things with an expectation of usefulness and just maybe something that they don't need but because we create it then there is the need it's like a like a smartphone i'm not gonna die without a smartphone but in a way to live in today's society you do need one mm. it's it's kind of like a passport in a way sí. it's a problem that we created ourselves and we try to fight this is always like problems are coming from what we do like I think there there is a it's a circle you know you create something that becomes a problem that you have I mean yeah they are very connected to each other problem wouldn't exist if we wouldn't do that things or maybe it doesn't exist but we created Sometimes it's a matter of business or sometimes it's just the, the society that brings you to do that. What happens with the design? It's uh, still in between because uh, most of the contemporary new design, they are not even functional. Church is like design, but it's not comfortable or like uh, I don't know. Stark uh, Premier Gloom is like they don't even use this, but it's it's become it's you know, more a sculpture. Yeah, it's a sculpture. It's a sculpture. So design has a double power. It's not art, and it's not just. Engineering. Engineering, exactly. It makes things that can be used beautiful. That's what I was also saying with architecture. Otherwise, we would have like engineer. We cannot do things without engineer because they would uh, honestly, they would be destroyed. They, they wouldn't stay. But without us, the world would be horrible. Rain. That's what we do with us. We study like uh, <clears throat> literally the, the body. So the way you keep this, I mean this uh, stuff, how's it called? The remote control of the Apple TV. To be comfortable, I mean, there is a size that is being chosen. This curve, this shape, it's done maybe in the way you can hold it. And the, the, the thing that this is on the top is because you, you, you use the... What's that? This, uh, this part of the, of the hand. The thumb. The thumb. To, 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 to use it. If it would be here, it would, it would be a cough. It doesn't make sense. So there is a reason. Ergonomical. Apple. Apple is the 
is the the boss of this. He he did with Mac, Steve Jobs. What he did, he created something amazing, incredibly functional, easy. Even a child could use a Mac, but it's beautiful. He was a genius. He cared a lot about the design. It's, it's, it's about design. Mac, it's about design. Macintosh, everything it's about. It's beautiful. Everything they do, it's beautiful. But even you think you put in uh, the, the headphones, like they have a shape of the, the ear. Like uh, what I didn't like of last iPhones is that in one end you cannot really manage it. I mean, sometimes I... But Steve Jobs was gone. There's no more Steve Jobs. Yeah. So Apple has changed lately, I would say. Yeah, maybe because there is no more his end. Like, I remember uh, like in fashion design. When he used to talk about when he started opening Apple stores and he explained why the Apple store looks like it does. Mm. And it was about him being in Florence and looking at the sidewalk and that same stone. He wanted that stone and that color to be the floor. You see, so and you come back to the To Italy. We come back. Steve Jobs designed the Apple Store based in Florence for a reason to make you feel. Mm. There is a special thing about walking around in Florence, actually, mm. as a foreigner. Also, has Italian. Tuscany, all the 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 region for me, but Florence, I mean, Firenze is the is the soul of many great people coming from there. Another great example I remember just to mention when he wasn't in Apple before he came back and he was in this company called Next mm -hmm. and they made this cube. A computer that was a cube. But he had a lot of issues because he made a cube that looks like a cube. It's easy to make a perfect cube with machinery nowadays. But when you look at it, the perspective is distorted because it's perspective, right? So what he did was to make the back a different shape. So in reality, it's not a cube. But when you look at it, though, it is a cube. It's a cube. So he went completely backwards in this. It was just so important to him. And so that's, you have innovation, great innovation. But the design starts from tradition. Because at the end, all this vintage that comes back, the vinyl that we are listening again, clothes, work. So at the end, we come back to the past. Because in all this superficial world and all this shit, we still remain human. We are still animal with instinct and there is something that you feel it art art why why you would pay so much for something because it old ones like no not now now like everything is art sometimes but what keeps living after years and years and years is one where there is human touch and some somehow it derives to people 
when there is this inside. The soul of things. See. And just to wrap this up, I guess, mm. because it's probably been taking a lot of your time. <laughs> I like it. What would be something that you would recommend someone that is visiting Italy, maybe someone who is even living in Italy that is Italian? Anything, a drink, a place, a book. Italian. Not per forza, but let's say you are in Italy for a week or a weekend or just whatever you want. Maybe in Naples, maybe here. Ah, okay, so I can also choose like place or something. Yeah, yeah, just some cultural recommendation. What are you into lately? What do you think people should be doing? Like. Well, I come from a city which has the sea. And from my point of view, this, the sea, the Italian sea, like our, the coast, it's, uh, it's something special. So this is not to say that like north or something doesn't have this soul in it. Maybe it's related to nature in general. But um, going to I don't know maybe Amalfi or Ischia Nerano, Procida. In my way, and having a bath there, eating something, just have a walk and watching places which are still there after years and years eating a panino or like pomodoro mozzarella with your hands you're gonna maybe listen someone who is singing or like a, like a fisherman this for me is the soul of my country there are still real people who are making vegetables and you see in the street who are singing in, uh, in places which are still real even like sometimes in Naples there are quite I love my city because it's real. That's it. I moved to Milano, but sometimes I need to come back to the real world that can be also a bad one, but it's real. But is that your idea of the place? You love something because it represents something to you. A pomodoro with the salt from the sea and a view. Hmm. Yeah, because it's my it's my idea of equilibrium. Like it makes me feel alive, real. Like that, I can still appreciate something simple. To have roots somewhere. See. It's human to come back to what you said, like 
at the same time you are with your food in in water in the sea which is not a pool which is not sweet see it's, it's salty in the ocean or whatever it is you are eating you while you're eating a pomodoro i think about like pomodoro mozzarella and basilio because it has a great smell as well simple but it's delicious it's made by nature with the with the of course support of someone who did it and you are happy without anything else it's something you don't get on instagram no. you don't get the smell of the basil si. you don't get the breeze and the salt in the air exactly so just experience somewhere beautiful and that's what i think italy still has like naples or sicily you walk in these small cities or also puglia and you see the that are handmade everything the architecture the street the food you see music you, you can hear music but it's not from a, a radio or something there are people sing naples everyone is singing at the bar where you're drinking a coffee that's what that's another thing that i love about coffee in naples that the when you drink a coffee in naples when i drink a coffee you always have a conversation with the, the guy. You say good morning. You say how are you? You enjoy your coffee. You wish good day. You know him. A good barista knows you and what to drink without asking. He gives you the coffee. They used to say used the to best drink. baristas were the best therapists. No, no, he doesn't ask anymore. What do you want? Mm -hmm. I like Naples, the, the bar that I go. When I go back and I'm, I'm not like there every day, he knows the type of, of like I have a hot uh, cup because sometimes they ask for a cold one because they kind of burn the lips. No sugar, so he doesn't put me the, the bag on the, on the plate. He knows. And he asks me about my life, how is it going to Milan? He knows my name. And you look each other in the eyes. And it's real, yeah. See? It's a real human connection. Connection, yeah. And it feels like home. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Uh, but let's see. Well, I hope uh, for whoever is listening, I guess, the recommendation would be go somewhere beautiful this weekend. At I least can't. for one day. And uh, Like real, real places old ones maybe but where you can see like pe Italian people living there maybe old one young one doesn't matter but not in a not hotel or something or museum just walk in the street in real life of Italian cities. And take the risk of saying hello to someone you don't know. See. As for indication, 
yeah, Google Maps you have. But if you ask it, you know, they, they would bring you at that place. <laughs> That's great. Well, thanks a lot again for, yes, yeah. for being here. And uh, hopefully in the future you can come again and we can sure. talk about some other things. Sure. Well, I mean, I talk a lot sometimes. When I the subjects, it's, uh, I find it interesting. I like to talk. Okay. And I will leave a link to your Same. studio's website mm -hmm. in the in the footnote so if anybody's interested to check it out it's it's gonna be right there okay grazie thank you thanks bye ciao